Hello guys and welcome to another episode of the Mavs Corner. It's been a second for me and it's been an even longer second for my uh, guest guys. It's it's Falcon. Falcon is back. Falcon man, how you doing? <laughs> hey, what's up y'all? I'm doing well. Thanks Kyle for asking. Uh, you know, just like everybody else, missing sports, missing basketball. It's been way too long, brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been over two months now. We've reached that mark, I think it was just a few days ago. Um Obviously, we're going to talk about basketball, guys. We're going to talk about the Mavericks, but your Falcon, have, have, how have you been uh, through this deal? Like, you know, the Corona, like, what you've been doing to stay busy and, like, I mean, how are you getting through it? For sure. Uh, and, you know, I talk to you regularly, so you obviously know, but for anybody listening, uh, I'm one of those people that I think was 12 million Americans that are currently without a job. I was, uh, essentially furloughed and just right now you know uh, it's, it's been difficult but it's not financially hasn't been too much of a hit I've been smart with my money and you know I've, I've got stuff saved up but as far as recreationally what I've been doing I started working out again that's been, that's been really nice feels good there uh, and to keep the body right gotta keep the mind right too and I picked up reading again that's really nice uh, just started chapter one of the hobbit yesterday so you know things have been good um it's not super fun with all the COVID stuff, but we're making through. Yeah, we'll get through. Wow, man. Yeah, I need to I need to exercise myself. I haven't exercised in a while, but I'm on the other side. I'm 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 working almost every day. Uh, right. Just and all that. But my my free time that I have, I either help out the family or I'm I'm playing video games with the uh, Falcon. So, <laughs> which has been a lot of fun, and it's been uh definitely needed for sure yeah and of course doing the podcast it's always fun to do that so uh and falcon do you have anything you want to say before i jump into the topics for the day no aside from the fact that i'm super ready and pumped to go nah man let's go let's do this yeah man we're just gonna we're just gonna go back to the way it was you know let's let's just pretend that you haven't been on here for two and a half three months but (laughs) okay okay, we're cool we're cool you go left i'll go right all right, so guys, uh, the last couple episodes, I've been talking about my favorite one-year player, my favorite two-year player. Today, we're going to talk about our favorite three-year player, but we haven't heard from Falcon. So Falcon, please educate us. Let us know who is your favorite. Let's start off with your favorite one-year player and why. Okay, okay. So obviously, uh, I follow the podcast very closely, listen to every episode. So I've heard everything you've been saying. Um I don't disagree with any of your choices, per se. Uh, I have a couple of mine, though. So one-year player, a couple players just automatically uh, come to mind, right? Uh, Rajon Rondo, how could I forget that guy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Next that name out this. I, don't, I don't want him. I don't need him. See you later, Rondo. <laughs> but a couple guys that I did like uh, while they were here with us uh, in Dallas with their stints, uh, Alfarik Aminu, I really liked him. He was a really good sharpshooter. Uh, and plus, he had the, the defensive capabilities, right? I'm Shoot, I wouldn't be surprised if Seth Curry is the one that learned from him when he was uh, with him in Portland. So, yeah, him. Uh, Darren Collison was another good one. He was a great floor general, could run the floor, uh, and, and didn't have a bad mid-range jumper either. So, that was always nice. Come on, Chris Kamen? You remember uh, Chris Kamen? Man. Yeah, Chris oh. Kamen, bro. The t- the German Towers. The German, German Towers. Yes. Yes. 
Uh, see, all those guys are great, but if I did have to pick one, I would probably say OJ Mayo was actually my favorite one-year player. OJ Mayo? Yeah, I know. It's, it's kind of surprising, right? And a lot of it had to do with one game in particular. It was the Mavericks against the Thunder. And I remember this game very vividly because, uh, well, I was watching it, but it was one of those games where we were just behind pretty much the entire time and had to come back. And in this game, OJ Mayo hit a game-tying three-pointer with – I believe there's about 12 seconds left on the clock over Tabo Cephalosha and Kendrick Perkins. Now, again, this is more relevant because, you know, we live in Oklahoma City where Thunder fans are everywhere. They're prevalent. Uh, and so we, we always get crapped on for being Mavs fans. So whenever Mayo hit that shot, I was out at a bar with someone, some friends uh, watching. And, dude, I just exploded. And, like, you could just hear an audible groan throughout the bar, right? But I'm just sitting there, like, yelling and cheering and getting dirty looks <laughs> okay i really like the guy he had like a little kyrie-esque kyrie irving-esque uh flavor to him he'd ball handles could stroke it he he was a good player yeah i uh i remember when we got him and i had pretty solid hopes for him he he was a solid player obviously i think he got into some trouble later on and kind of yeah. Uh, burned out but i mean with that kind of memory that you had of him i i would put him up there too top uh that's that's awesome yeah uh i you know the one i picked is uh, stoyakovich um because he was was one of the most ultimate uh sharpshooters of all time for sure and he him and remember the game that him and jason terry knocked down all the threes against the lakers i believe and that sweep Mm -hmm. we couldn't have done it without him that's for sure we needed him i don't think so yeah uh we definitely couldn't have done it without him so i I like what you did there. I, I, obviously, picking somebody different, but you, you didn't just do it just because. You actually have good reason. I really like that. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I Absolutely. if I had, I'm picking Chris Kamen. I don't care what you say, <laughs> dude. Chris Kamen. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of like the Ryan Fitzpatrick of basketball, man. Like he's just a journeyman. Everywhere he goes, people love him, and they both got beards. So, <laughs> yeah, he's he's kind of like uh, what what Boban is now, but Boban I think is bigger. He's definitely bigger. I oh, mean, not I mean. physically, yeah, but also just by media and all that. Twitter's bigger now than it was back when Cayman was with the Mavericks. But anyway, that's that's wash under the bridge. Falcon, let me go to player number two, the, the two-year player. Now, I'll remind everybody, I picked Tyson Chandler. To me, that was a no-brainer. Uh, the yeah. Falcon might have memories of other players like he did for O.J. Mayo. So, Falcon, let me let me hear it, man. Not so much as far as memories, uh, but I'll give you uh, two notable mentions. Uh, Monte Ellis, I'm a big guard person. Uh, I'm not super tall either, you know. So, like, growing up, looking up to different point guards, even some two guards, depending on who they are, uh, that was kind of what got me into basketball. So, uh, guys like Monte Ellis, you know, I really enjoyed watching them just, like, move around, shift around people and get to the basket, get to the rim. Uh, so he's he's an honorable mention. The other one is a really old one. I, I've actually never talked to you about this before, uh, and which is why I was really glad uh, that we were doing this today. Do you remember Wong Gigi? No, I, I do not remember Wong. This guy, Wong, Wong Gigi. It, it's spelled like Wang ZZ. He's a Chinese okay. player. He's actually the first Chinese basketball player ever to play from China. Uh, he was before Yao. And I never mentioned it before, mainly because he was 
I mean, if you calling him a role player would really give him more respect. Not that I'm trying to take any away from him. Uh, he, he was just never the player that Yao ended up becoming, right? Uh, but he definitely opened the door for a lot of foreign, overseas, uh, international players to come over and play. He was one of the first. I think we had him in 01, uh, like 2000, 2001, I think was the, the two years that we had him. But uh, just kind of being the first Asian, right, to play in uh, NBA basketball, that's that's why it hits more for me, especially, especially because I am Asian myself, right? So uh, those are my two honorable mentions, but my – my favorite two-year player, I'd probably, aside from uh, Tyson, I had to be different because it would be Tyson too, but a uh, slight step down would be Karan Butler. Okay. Yeah. 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 We, we needed him for that 2011 run. If, if, if we hadn't had him established pretty much throughout that first half of the season before he got injured, I don't know if we would have made it as far because guys like Deshaun Stevenson, Jason Kidd, they hadn't found their groove yet, like offensively to score, and we needed him before other people stepped up. Namely, yeah, he was averaging like 15 points a game before he went mm-hmm. down. And uh, like you said, if we hadn't had him during that stretch, sure, we were still a solid team. We were. Dirk was on a different level, and we had so many other great players. But who knows? We might not have been. I think we were the third seed. We might not have been. We might not have played the Trailblazers or the Lakers. Who knows? So Yeah, and we both know. All of us know. Anyone listening, you know, seeding is everything in the playoffs. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like that. I, obviously, I think you know, I, I had the first crack at this, so I had to pick, obviously, clear-cut mm-hmm. number one option, Tyson Chandler, of course. But I, I like I like Monte Ellis. A lot of people like Monte Ellis. They, a lot of people have him, like, top five favorite Maverick of all time. And I, I, I'm okay with that. It's just he's only played for two years. I felt like he played right. long, though. I was surprised to see he only played for two years. I thought he played for, like, three or four, but... Well, I think the reason why it feels that way is because those two years were such shit years. Like, we, we like, barely squeaked in the playoffs. This uh, is true. Missed, you know, and it, it was just one of those one of those things. It was not a very great time to be a Mavs fan, but, hey, you know, we're all still here. You know, we got Luca and company, so not complaining. Yeah, we're, we're getting back to the good times for sure, especially mm-hmm. for this corona deal. Uh, we'll be talking about that later, but let's let's talk about this really quick, and then we'll take a break. Um we're, we're going to talk about favorite three-year player. And Falcon, I'm going to let you take the first crack at this. That way then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll follow you. So if you if you have one in mind or a couple honorable mentions, let me know. Let's let's do it. Yeah, favorite yeah, three- absolutely. And uh, I'm, I'm sure you already know. I, I talk to you about this on the phone all the time outside of the podcast. But uh, some honorable mentions. Uh, Jay Crowder. Uh, I'm, yes. I'm a, yeah, I'm a big guy for defense. And he was one of those guys that just kind of came out of nowhere. We drafted him and. I don't think there were high expectations, but plugged him into the lineup, and he was just an instant impact. I was really sad to see him go. Uh, I believe we let him go to Utah, and I think he's with the Grizzlies now, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, yeah, he, he was he's an honorable mention. And then Harrison Barnes, even though he never – how do I say this? Uh, reached the level of expectation that I know both you and I wanted him to reach. He was still a solid, you know, 18 to 20 points a game player while we had him. Uh, and, and I really enjoyed him. He was a good person, good for the community as well. So I really liked him. Uh, but my favorite three-year player is actually my favorite player of all time, uh, which I've told you about, Vin Sanity. Vince Carter, boy, the ageless wonder. I've talked about this before in the podcast. I really hope this isn't his last season, especially with all the you know, coronavirus stuff going around. I, I want to see him play more, but 
he is heads above heads. You know, the man's played twenty-two years. He's played twenty. He's a legend, dude. Like instant Hall of Famer, first ballot. Oh yeah, first ballot. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I don't know if he's got any more in the tank, though, man. What you think he's got one more year in the tank? Man, I mean, they played a little over half the season, and he didn't play every game. I actually went to a game uh, he was at this year, and he wasn't playing. He was just icing his knees the whole game. So it's, it's possible. It depends on him, obviously. Mentality is the biggest thing at that age. But uh, I, I think maybe one more. If there was any more left, it'd be one more. Uh, I'll, I'll take the other end of it, then. I'll say he's done. I think I saw somewhere it almost sounded like he was done he said it himself, but I don't think it's true. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I th- let me let me go. Let me backtrack here for a second. I believe uh, Jay Crowder. I believe we traded him to Boston in the Rajon Rondo trade. I could be wrong. Oh, that's, but sure that's, I think that's I think right. That's actually, right. yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. which that was a terrible trade. Except we it, we did get something good out of it, which was funny because we didn't. I mean, he was just like leftovers at the time for the trade. Uh, scraps and it's Dwight Powell. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got Dwight Powell, and uh, he's he's turned out to be a solid p- player. But obviously, he wasn't the crown jewel of that trade at the time. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so you picked Vince Carter. Yes, honorable mentions. We we picked the the three players for sure: uh, Jay Crowder, uh, Vince Carter, and Harrison Barnes. So I'm gonna pick Harrison Barnes because I had Vince Carter probably up there number one too. But I picked Harrison mm-hmm. Barnes. I, he's solid. He his community service. I mean, it was it was uh, more more than anybody apparently. Even possibly dirt. It rivaled dirt, uh, probably more so. So he was definitely a community guy first and foremost. Him and his wife and Dallas really liked him for sure. We had higher expectations. I think he averaged like eighteen points a game. We were hoping he was going to average like twenty one, twenty two. You know, he was supposed to kind of take over for Dirk and. I guess he kind of did, but just wasn't enough, obviously. And uh, he he did come in a good time. It was right after we traded away, or we didn't trade him away, but when we lost Chandler Parsons, and which was fine. That was good. He ended up going to the Grizzlies, and he was injured. And we we looked great, you know, getting Harrison Barnes. We mm-hmm. we uh, dropped the ball. We we dodged that bullet, not signing Chandler Parsons. So we basically got a better, younger, improved Chandler Parsons. And Harrison Barnes, and yeah. uh, it was unfortunate that he came at a time where it was it was difficult. Um, you know, we got eventually got Dennis Smith Jr., but I think as he, he he's counted as a two year player as well, isn't he, Dennis Smith Jr.? Yeah, he is. We were talking about this too. He's really like one and a half, if that. You know, yeah. they were he was traded during the the deadline, and right. Right, so officially they got him at two because he played more than a year. But I, well, let's let's throw him in there too. He's he's an honorable mention. A lot of people, he had a lot of hype for sure. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be a lot better. He could still be better than what he is now. Uh, I'm not sure if he's just he's in a place right now that doesn't give him much opportunity to expand. So yeah, and, and New York is they're buried with, under the guard death chart, man. They're, they've literally got five the last time I checked. So. They don't know what they're doing. They got too many guards and too many power forwards. Who knows what they're doing? Yeah, but I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, James Dolan and that Knicks franchise. Let me tell you what. I'm I'm glad we have Mark Cuban. I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah, Mark one, Cuban. Oh, too on Harrison Barnes. There was a lot of sentiment that was already said about this at the time, but you know how he got traded mid-game, and there's that. Yeah. Like I don't want to say iconic because it's not the right word, but 
very memorable uh, video of him like finding it out and he just kind of rubbing his head. I always feel bad, you know, that, uh, you know, beyond anything else that first and foremost, this is a business and he was just an asset that got traded away. But I always feel bad that that happened to him. So, you know, Harrison, if you ever hear this, man, <laughs> we just know Dallas love you. He, uh, he handled it very well and he got his money, man. He, he, yeah. He got he got his money for, from Sacramento, so like you can't feel bad for him now. I mean, at that that moment, yes, for sure, but he, it's worked right. out for him. So, mm-hmm. guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got several more topics to talk about. So, you guys, stay tuned. All right, then, welcome back to the Maps Corner. I am joined with Falcon. We're having a good time right now. We talked about our favorite one-year, two-year, three-year players, and we're just going to be talking. What, what are we going to talk about, Falcon? We're going to talk about a lot. I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm done. We're done. Okay. Not a talk about the end, but no, we're going to keep talking about a little bit of the COVID situation, right, for the NBA. Yes. Where certain people appear in a certain list as dedicated by NBA on ESPN. Yes. So last I heard, this was a few days ago, Adam Silver said that there was a timetable for a uh, possible date that they were going to reveal when the NBA will return. He said that it would be two to four weeks from now, or I guess that was three days ago, two to four weeks we would find out when the NBA would return back to playing. Who knows how they're going to do it as far I, I, you know, fans being allowed back in or not. Let me, let me finish there. And, uh, I'll just tell you right now, I don't think fans are going to be able to go to the games, but we're just talking about it now, Falcon. What I, I mean, I'll, I'll say probably next three weeks will uh, say when they'll do it, but I, I think it might be another month or two before they kick it back into gear. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, there's just – there's no viable option, right? Like, you, you can rush it. A lot of sports are talking about rushing it. You know, baseball's having a huge debate about it right now. I don't know if you guys keep up with that, but – you know, across any atmospheric of sports, these guys are talking about, well, should we start or should we not? And all signs are pointing towards starting earlier rather than later. And that's just stupid, really, to put it blatantly because that, that just puts everyone at risk, even if there's no audience participation, right? Like these guys are still people, all the players and the coaches and the refs, who, whoever is involved. Uh, it's just, it's not smart, I don't think. Because as much as we're, we're missing it, and the obviously the revenue is what they're looking at, right? All the potential money to be made, or that's being rather lost right now. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it just w- wouldn't you rather, as a player too, like if I put myself in one of their shoes, wouldn't wouldn't you rather be safe and live for another 20, 30 years, right? Like with your family, knowing that you're going to be safe and not have to put anybody at risk, just try to try to make a quick buck or a paycheck. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, well, yeah, for, for us, I, I agree with you. I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm going to put it a different view. These guys, they're probably, they probably uh, spend a lot of money. They're used to spending a lot of money, and they've got Absolutely. a lot of payments, and uh, they're not going to get the, the money. So I can see some players being like, no, let's play now, because uh, if they don't, they're, they're not going to get paid the money. And here's the opposite side of that, right? So I, I understand completely what you're saying. But if you, if you look at it from our point of view, it's like we've never had that luxury. Like the, the basic essentials of living life, it, it doesn't require that much. And these guys that literally are making hundreds of thousands, not millions per game, right? Like they, 
or not millions per game, but you know, like, like so, so much X amount of money, like you should have already had a financial plan, uh, an advisor to carry through that plan. Right. Several backups. Like I just, I just don't have a lot of sympathy for people that, that go and blow all their money or, or don't have a way to sustain their current lifestyle living. Well, if it doesn't work right now, change it. You know, you have hundreds of thousands of dollars. You, you can definitely do that. And this isn't me saying this to be mean or rude or however you want to categorize it. It's just, if normal people like us can get by, superstars with hundreds of thousands of dollars can too. If they're smart with their money. Now, I know you know this. I'm going to bring this up. But Shaquille O'Neal on Hot Ones, I believe, he mentioned how he basically went bankrupt. His first, like his first contract that he got, he spent it. Like he's, he bought his parents' cars. He bought his own car. And like he was bankrupt mm-hmm. uh, eventually he, you know he, he went to college and he, he he learned how to you know handle his finances a lot better but there's got to be some players now even now like 15 20 years from now uh, since Shaquille O'Neal they're probably on the lower end of the money I'm just saying there's probably some people and I agree with you that's I'm just throwing out a different viewpoint but you could you could probably back sure. me up on that Shaquille O'Neal thing can't you uh, you watched that episode didn't you oh oh absolutely yeah and that's a here's a shameless plug. That's a really cool thing to watch if you're ever on YouTube and you're bored. It's called Hot Ones. Get a bunch of different uh, celebrities or athletes on there, and they eat hot wings. And the guy that interviews them has some pretty interesting questions. So anyway, um, yeah, we it, it was good. Already, We're, we already talked about binge watching TV shows. We talked about Chuck. You weren't here, so don't be bringing up Hot Ones, okay? My fans are gonna be my my listeners are gonna be listening watching Chuck and Yvonne Trahosky. All right, that's all. We do know y- Hot Ones. Oh. Well, Oh man! (laughs) All right. Well, let's. That seems like a good segue. (laughs) Good segue. Yeah. Well, uh, boy, these next two topics they they could go for a while. Let me see here. Let's. All right. Let me. I'm gonna pick one here. Dirk was recently uh, picked number nineteen on ESPN's all-time NBA players, 19th. Let's just go with that, Falcon. How do you feel about that? Number 19 overall for Dirk Nowitzki. Here, here's the thing. It's There's a fine line between fanaticism and uh, rationality, right? Because you can, depending on your viewpoint, you can always quantify it a certain way. I could definitely make a case that Dirk is the best of all time, right? Uh, and I'm looking at this list right now, actually. Uh, at 19, after all these people, I don't have a problem with most of them. Uh, but it's just, I don't know. Like, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play two sides here. I feel like he should be higher. But at the same time, there's so many greats on, the, on this list. Like, I don't know where I would put him specifically. Because I was being, like, I had a gun in my head, and someone said, tell me here. Like, if I was, like, hooked up to a lie detector test, like one of those polygraphs, right? And a guy had a gun in my head and said, like, hey, tell me your God-honest opinion of where Dirk ranks on the top 100 of all time, right? I don't think he would be at 19, but I don't know where else I would put him while seeing this list. And let me just say it for the listeners so that they don't have to go to their computers or laptops, phones, whatever, to look it up. Uh, So currently right now, I'm just going to read up to uh, 19. You got Michael Jordan, LeBron, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 
Bill Russell, Magic Johnson, he's five. Wilt Chamberlain, Larry Bird, Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, Shaq is 10. Oscar Robertson, Hakeem Olajuwon, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, that's mostly where I disagree, and Steph. Uh, Julius Irving at 15. Jerry West, Carl Malone, Moses Malone, and then Dirk at 19. Uh, and if you want a 20, K- Kevin Garnett, KG is 20. But that's your top 20 right there. Wow. I, it's just. That's tough. That's um, what I'm saying. I'm, if, I would put him, I think, top 15, but I don't know if I could put him top 10. Yeah. I mean, okay. If we're just talking offensively, he's top 10 easily. In fact, he might be top five. I, I'm, I'm biased, though. I want him number one. Just offensively, right. though, he was unguardable. That's the thing. He, I could argue. You said it yourself just a minute ago. You could argue for him being number one. Offensively, yeah, that's, that's going to be a lot easier manageable. Defense, though, he was not good defensively. Um, of course, a lot of these other players, they weren't good defensively either. Um, yeah, you mentioned and- Kevin yeah, I, I've got a little issue with that one. He's got more championships, of course, because he cheated. I Well, I'll take that back. He he made it easier on himself by yeah. joining a super team, forming a super team. Uh, and he, you know what? He he even said himself he, he uh, developed some of his moves based from Dirk Nowitzki's moves. Of course, even, mm-hmm. I mean, Kobe did it, LeBron did it. Kobe did it, did. yeah, exactly. So it's, again, I guess... I don't know if this is counting everything, right? Because you, you have to count everything. I say this all the time. Like, not all rings are created equal. You know, some mean more, some weigh more, some matter more. Uh, and then what? how are you judging it? Like, what are they – like, the longevity, is that a thing? Offensively and defensively? Are we talking about true shooting percentage? Are we talking about, uh, you know, how they were in their respective fields as far as – or respective uh, towns as far as, like, community service – and just general likability, like what are the categories we're using here to judge this by? Um, This article that I'm looking at, it says that several current players such as Giannis and Anthony Davis were included specifically on this list. So they voted too, like there were certain amounts of players uh, currently playing, you know, quote unquote, currently playing uh, that voted in so that this isn't just, um, you know, something from the, something that older players from the past voted on you know like it's it's just it's hard it's kind of like the i'm sure you guys have heard it the michael jordan versus lebron james like goat argument like who's better you know it's like so many of these players played in different times different styles different ways it's just it's hard to to objectively say hey you know where who how what i don't know 19 i think we can both agree too low you with me yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I also like the the not all rings are created equal kind of thing. Kind of reminds me of uh, you know, Lord of the Rings and all. <laughs> one ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, one ring to bring them all, and in the darkness find them. <laughs> Love it, dude. As soon as you said that, Falcon, I had to look up the quote. So there you go, guys. <laughs> Here's your little rings little tidbit there. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. It's a, it's a little bit low. Realistically, I think I, I would put him in top 15. I'm biased, though. Um, yeah, I don't know if I can put him in top 10. I hate to say that, though, man. I don't like that. But that's just, like you said, it's just I so mean, many years. 
going those guys to Spanish. Are, some of these guys are legends, literally. Like, I mean, like Jerry West is the the logo, you know, like just he's right. 16. I don't know. I, I, I hear where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's tough. It's very tough, but you know, it, it is good to have somebody up there that high in our organization. Not all organizations have somebody up there that high. I, yes. I couldn't imagine That's that. And well, I'll tell you, it's where we have a great future. We have somebody that I could definitely see cracking the top 20. I could definitely see it. He could, he could surpass. He could go top 10. He could, he could go top five, man. He's got, if he, he could do it, man. I've got hope. And I'm talking about Boban, man. Boban, for sure. <laughs> if he plays like that every night when he played against Denver, the very last game of this season, 30-something points, 20-something rebounds, whatever, if he does that, oh, for sure, man. He's, dude, we talked about this when I, when I gave his profile, like, last year. His PER, it matches or exceeds Michael Jordan's. Go ahead and look it up, everybody. He matches Michael Jordan, arguably the greatest of all time. So get off my back. It's Boban's time. It's Boban time. We ain't talking about no Luca. We ain't talking about no Porzingis. Get out of here with Curry. No, no, Boban. Let's go. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even know what to say to you, brother. <laughs> Dude, I just I take this and I'll go with it. <laughs> I I could have thought of someone better, but I can't I can't right now. I Boban just uh, well the accountant but he's not on our team anymore so yeah. rest in peace ryan broke off and that's an argument that's an honorable mention too as far as a two-year player reverse you know rewind yeah it is yeah and actually if you guys didn't catch it we we made uh sure not to pick any current players so that was everyone that's not true. currently on yes. the roster yeah that was against the rules uh, so i've got one more falcon let's do it it won't take us too long but it'll, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun um i think we 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 settled it. We agree. Number nineteen, it's okay. Could be a little bit higher. Uh, so I found this. It was a tweet. Apparently, uh, Tim Cato, he's a famous uh, writer for the Dallas Mavericks, reporter, and all that. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he picked a couple fantasy teams, and this these two teams are just made up by different Mavericks from you know their entire history. And I guess some people had issue with the team that he picked. So I haven't even told Falcon about the, the rosters yet, and we're going to do it now. I'm going to reveal them, and we're going to talk about who we think would win and why. So, Falcon, are you ready for this? Let's do it. I'm going to give you – you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it up. I'm going to give you Team 2, their roster first. Here we go. Luca, Christophs Porzingis. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Chandler Parsons. <laughs> There's the left. Josh Howard. Tim Hardaway Jr., The Jet, Maxi Kleba, Rajah Bell, and Brandon Wright. Okay, I'm going to let you soak that in for a second. Okay. All right. Team number one, their roster. Uh, well, actually, I don't know this one person, and it doesn't give me a full name, so I'm going to have to leave him off for now. I can, I'll tell you, uh, Raf, R-A-E-F. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, like I, don't I don't know. That's okay, though. He's the last one. Okay. I'm, I'm starting from the bottom top on team one. Okay. Ron Butler. The Matrix. John Marion. Monte Ellis. Tyson Chandler. Jason Kidd. 
Michael Finley, Steve Nash, and Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> now, Tim Cato, I won't. I, you know what? Uh, I'll. I won't reveal yet. I won't reveal which team he picked. Now you know the rosters slightly. Okay. Process that here, and uh, I'll let you. I'll let you talk first if you want to, or if you want me to tell the, the fans who I think I would pick. Well, okay. Also, let me let me go first here because I don't. This doesn't seem that difficult to me. This seems pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously team I, number three. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Who, who and times ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're just cloning themselves, getting out on the floor. It, it's got to be team one. How is it not team one? If we're taking okay. all of these guys at their peak, right? Right, and, we are. You know, obviously there's asterisks right now with Luca and KP because I don't know if they've hit their – I don't think they've hit their peak yet. But, uh, like, the best you've ever seen any of these guys. How can it not be team one? I mean, just – so, hang on, one, two. Nine, there's nine that you listed to me there. So, of the nine, seven of nine of them can play great defense. So that's that's uh, okay. I'm uh, Finley, Jason. Oh, sorry, Kidd. six. Yeah, because I'm not going to count Nash, Finley, Kid, Tyson Chandler, Matrix, Crom Butler. Did Monte Ellis was he able to play defense? Yeah, he could play defense. He wasn't. He he couldn't switch on the bigger guys. Obviously, he was a guard, but he could play like against the other teams. One, yeah, he played solid. So for sure, for sure, for me, I'm picking four. That would be Finley, Kid. Chandler and, and Marion. I mean, those are four uh, excellent right, yeah. defenders, right? Yeah, and the other guys could could play defense too. And again, this is we're talking prime, right? We're talking prime. Yes. Yeah. And flip it to the other side. I'm not scared De- defensively. Aside from KP and uh, Brandon Wright, I'm not scared of anyone else. Jet was a good defender, but he was also in that like we just talked about elite offense, right? Then we went that step down. That's where Jet was too. Right, so is Parsons. Right, Porzingis, Porzingis, I'll be afraid of you. you you'll, you'll, you'll forgive I yourself. I say Maxi. Yeah. yeah, that's who I was gonna pick. Yeah, you, you got sorry, Chad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maxi for sure is he's definitely up there. Uh, but uh, to me, Team One, right? But Tim Cato, and I'm right. not sure if it's a joke or not, but apparently he picked Team Two. <laughs> I, I don't know why. This might have been a joke. I didn't look into it too deeply, but I just saw a tweet that said that he picked Team Two, and a lot of people were like, "Why did he pick Team Two? I, like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, because it threw me off seeing Dirk, Nash, and Jason Kidd all on the same team. You know, Dirk and Nash—that's just ridiculous. And throw Kidd in there too. Yeah. What the heck? Exactly. And then you give you don't if you don't want to score with someone there, you have Karan Butler. And then you have two defensive stalwarts, like, you know, Matrix. Uh, and then you, you got the anchor down low, Tyson. I just – I don't understand. I don't see how that's not – Yeah. Um, I mean, Porzingis, he, he can shoot those threes, and it's hard to defend him. Luca, he's 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 great, guys. Uh, godly, let me put yeah. it that way. It wasn't enough. And the Jet, man. The Jet could hit those threes. Yeah, I mean, he, he jet. Hit, but I, I agree. I would it would it be I don't feel like I'm giving him enough credit either. I, I liked him a lot while we had him. Oh, I know you did. Yeah, you like I think you might I liked him a lot too, but I think you might have liked him a bit more than I did. That's not taking anything away from me liking him. I just think 
when we talked about the Mavericks back in the championship t- uh, days. I think Jet was like your guy. And I just, I, that's mm-hmm. the way I always saw it. Like Jet was your guy, Dirk was my guy kind of thing. But yes, it was. Um, yeah. Uh, would that even be a contest, man, between those two teams? Uh, of course it would be a contest. I mean, you have, if you get to the NBA, at no point are you not a competitor, right? You have that drive, the fire, that spirit that I've got, that's gotten you there and keeps you there. Uh, so, yeah, it would still be a ball game, but it would kind of be like the East versus West All-Star game, I'm you know, five years ago. That. Like, it's, that's, that's what it is, man. Come on. Uh, as, as much as I love Luka and KP and everyone on the team, too, it's just there's that's not a contest against these <laughs> – Studs on Team One. <laughs> Studs, yeah. There you go. And come on, like what is, was this? What April first is what he <laughs> when he wrote the tweet. This April Fools. Am I getting punked right now, Ashton? Yeah, maybe it was April Fools thing. Oh no, it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't back in April. Shoot, it, it wasn't. I saw it too. I uh, I don't know. Studs, indeed. I, uh, I pulled out my stud finder and I I scanned that list and it just kept beeping at me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, guys i had a lot more i, I had ever, several other topics i saved and i could talk about but i'm gonna i'm gonna cut my topics off now falcon is there anything that you want to mention while we are, we're still on mm, man i i don't think so yeah uh, if you guys i will say this um been on electronics you know social media technology a lot more ever since all this went down because you know it can't go out and friday nights you're not getting smashed at the bar and stuff like that uh so if you guys have anything interesting that you've been doing during quarantine whether it be like a game or a really nice book or w- whatever it happens to be man send them our way uh twitter instagram we're both on there uh and, and our official account as well you know i'd love to hear from you guys so Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, we we're, we're getting by, but I mean, input is more than welcome. And like I said, I say it every time, and I'll say it now, guys. I we're we really appreciate you guys listening to the Mavs Corner. Uh, you can call us anytime on Twitter, Instagram. It's gonna be at Mavs Corner. Send us any comments, questions, anything like that. We'll be more than happy to respond to it. And uh, Falcon, I really appreciate you coming on again, man. It's it's uh, it's been a long time coming, and it was it was very enjoyable. I love being here, Captain. All right, guys. Uh, you take care, and we'll we'll see you next time. Thanks. <laughs>